0: The Bakers of Weber's Bread present your All Star Western Theater. Transcribed earlier for release at this time. From Hollywood comes your all-star Western theater, starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage, bringing you the music, the stories, and the spirit of the great open spaces. And now, the Riders of the Purple Sage. In the A, in day, home we go. For a cowboy has to sing, and a cowboy has to yell. Inside of him at the gate of the home corral When each new day is born I go riding yippee the air. wide yippee-oh. open plains I roam Till the sun to the hills goes a-hiding Yippee-yay oh, Always yippee-oh. be someone glad when I come home yippee yippee In the day home we go For a cowboy has to sing and a cowboy has to yell. For his heart would break inside of him at the gate of the home corral. There's a tired pony glad that it's over. Long in my heart so am I. For tonight we'll be dreaming of clover. And we always will until the day we die. Yippee-yay, yippee-oh, in the day home we go. For a cowboy has to sing, and a cowboy has to yell, or his heart will break inside of him at the gate of the home corral Thank you, friends. We put that song high in our own list of favorites, too. A cowboy does have to sing. Some people think it's to drive away loneliness, some say it's to soothe the cattle he's hurting. But a real Westerner knows a cowboy sings simply because he has so much to sing about. If you listen to these songs, you'll see how each one of them expresses an emotion, a spirit. That's definitely part of a cowboy's life. Here's Poor Little Rose. It isn't hard to understand why a cowboy might sing it. You're just a poor little rose in a snowdrift. Sweet and so fair, with cheeks like your now faded petals, and cousins of yours in her hair. But now she is gone like the summer that brought you to life, I suppose, and now you and For a little wrong. Yes, it's true, Justice Foy said. The old time Western ballads like the one we've just heard are written with a complete understanding of a cowboy's sentiments. And it's this understanding on the composer's part which has given us some of the prettiest melodies we know. Today, when it comes to helping a modern housewife keep her family well-fed and contented, the bakers of Weber's Bread have a similar understanding, for they bake a truly outstanding bread which adds extra enjoyment to every meal. Weber's Bread, you know, does just that. With a firm, even texture and the just-right moisture content, which assures long-lasting freshness, Weber's Bread makes every meal a substantial one. So next time you go marketing, take the loaf in the blue gingham wrapper, for that's Weber's Bread. really good bread of distinctive flavor. Another song the cowboy has to sing and to give release to an altogether different spirit, Roll Along, Jordan. Roll along, along, Jordan, roll me I'm gonna ride away from here, I'm gonna ride away from here, darkness falling, Gabriel's calling, I'm gonna ride away from here, roll along, along Jordan, roll me on my way, roll along, along Jordan, roll me home today. I'm gonna sing away up there. I'm gonna sing away up there. Oh, heaven's blessing, sweet caressing. I'm gonna sing away up there. Roll along, along, Jordan, roll me on my way. Roll along, along, Jordan. Much of a cowboy's music belongs to him and his own kind. And this music, more often than not, gives honor to nature. Let nature be the stage for all his dreams, just as nature is the stage for the life he leads. The riders of the Purple Sage feature the voice of Al Sloey as they sing, Where the Mountains Meet the Sky. I'm heading for the blue horizon. Where the mountains meet the sky. Gonna saddle up my faithful pinto and bid the boys goodbye. I'll say so long to mom and dad and tell sister not to cry. Cause I'm heading for the blue horizon. Where the mountains meet the sky
1: I'm gonna ride, ride,
0: ride, ride Down that dusty trail To the land of sweet enchantment Where hardships don't prevail When the round-up days are over I've said my last goodbye I'll be up in the blue horizon Time now for Foy Willing and the riders of the Purple Sage to tell us another of their adventures in the West. This week they've called their story Cupid's Agents. A smell of the sea drifts across part of the 7 Bar H Ranch, across another part, the smell of giant pines, good smells, spirit giving, bracing, but sometimes one wonders what it would be like if they intermingled, though it isn't likely that they will. For the 7-bar H is a vast domain. Mountains divide its borders. Sparkling cold streams tumble along with a great clatter. Yet they begin, they run their course, and they end without leaving the confines of the ranch. Oh, the 7-bar H is a place of bigness and beauty with everything a man needs for happiness. No wonder then those three vagabonds, the riders of the Purple Sage, were more cheerful than usual. They were riding across this ranch, and in addition to the beauty and luxury of nature, they were traveling. And when traveling, their spirits are always highest. You're a pretty country, ain't it? Yeah, sure is. Hey, where are we now, Foy, on the 7 Bar Eight or the Stark Ranch? 7 Bar Eight. Stark's place is still a few miles east. How about hunting up the ranch house and seeing if they can use a couple of hands? You mean to say you'd work for a woman, Johnny? P- a woman? Heck no, I should say not. Well, I'll be seeing you around sometime then. Where you going? Over to hire out as a ranch hand. A woman running this place is awful pretty. Well, why didn't you say so? Come on. You fellas just keep your shirts on. Lewis Maxwell's already married. Oh, deal's off, Johnny. Oh, I didn't want to work anyhow. Besides that, there's usually trouble here. With Ed Stark trying every trick in the book to annex this place to his own ranch. He gave Lois Maxwell's father a good many years of worry. Now he's doing the same thing with the girl herself. Oh, I remember now. Stark even got himself elected sheriff, didn't he? So he could pretend to be chasing rustlers and have an excuse for shooting up the seven-bar Eight. Well, that's putting it a little crude, but you got the general idea. Looks like there might be a little shooting right now. Where? Oh, yeah, coming down that mountain. Look at them. Wow, that's traveling. wonder if it's a posse after somebody or a gang of rustlers. Hey, they're after somebody. See that one horse out in front? Well, what are we waiting for? Let's hightail it over and find out what's going on. A girl, boy. They're after a girl. Yeah, the gal who owns this place. Man, she sure can ride. Look at the posse that's after her. She's headed for the cave to the left. It's Treasure Cave. Come on, we'll get between her and the men. She rode on into the cave. Oh, oh, trap, sure. If that ain't just like a woman, I know. Hey, how about us? We're right in the trap. Yeah, and we're staying here, too. We're going to find out what all the ruckus is about. Hey, a putty old all right. Ed starts leading. He's Sheriff. Howdy, Sheriff. Where'd she go, Willie? Which way was she heading? Who are you talking about, Sheriff? The Maxwell girl. She's killed her husband. She rode into the cave, Sheriff. Killed her husband? Lois Maxwell? I saw her. She rode on into the cave. One side, Willing. We're going in and get her. Wait a minute, Sheriff. Your man's seeing things. We just came out of that cave ourselves, spent the night there. Nobody else has had time to go in. I tell you, I saw the girl go into the cave. Which one of you hombres think you're big enough to call me a liar? We're in no mood to brook interference from you, Willing. This girl killed her husband. I was on my way into town with her last night, and she broke away. I'm not taking any chances now. I don't reckon I'd interfere with the law when it's after a murderer, Sheriff. Your man is making a mistake, that's all. The Maxwell girl came this way, but she rode st- straight on to the creek. Are you sure? Don't know whether she turned right or left after she crossed, but... Here, take half the men and ride to the left after we cross the stream. I'll take the rest and ride right opposite. We're bringing her in before noon. Boy, boy's mama would sure be proud of him, telling one lie right after another with a face as straight Hold as... it, hold it, Al. Huh? Wait till we're sure they're all gone. Well, then what? We're going into that cave after Lois Maxwell. You'd rather risk our next than have the sheriff risk his? Well, that's not the point, Johnny. Starks tried tricks before to get the Maxwell ranch. Maybe this is another one. Oh, he wouldn't dare charge a person with murder unless he had a witness or something. Posse's far enough away now. Let's see if we can get into that cave. I'll stay here and hold the horses. The horses will be okay. Just leave them. Yeah, but it's awful ungentlemanly. Three of us tracking down a lone gal. Ah, uh, you got a lot to learn, Johnny. It always takes about three men to match a gal, you know. Yeah? I'll go first if you want me to. You saw this follow. Hey, say a prayer, Johnny. I already did. Lois. Lois Maxwell. Against the wall, boys. Tighten yourself against the wall. Misses. It's me, Lois. Boy, Willing. Wow. Woo. that didn't almost miss. Got the shooting, Lois. The sheriff's gone. We're not trying to take you in. Drop your guns and put your hands in
1: the air until I see who you
0: are. You've got no call to be afraid.
1: Stay at the entrance of a cage. Don't try to walk in any farther.
0: Come on. Everything's on the up and up.
1: Boy, oh, it is you and the boys. I was afraid. Ed Starks tried so many tricks.
0: What's this all about?
1: Glenn disappeared three months ago. He's my husband. I don't know why he left, but he did. Nobody's seen him since. Ned's got the whole country aroused, claiming I killed Glenn. You didn't do it. Oh, I love the guy, for. It. I love him more than I love anybody or anything in the world.
0: Seems mighty funny that a man would just up and disappear. You must know why he left and where he went. No, I don't. Sounds fishy to me. Me too.
1: Oh, at least I I don't know why, but I think I know where he is. He gave me an address. I've sent letters to him and they didn't come back. And he sent me two letters.
0: Well, all you need to do is tell the sheriff where you wrote, Glenn. He... He could trace him.
1: The sheriff didn't give me time to do anything. Rumors were going around about Glenn being killed. I knew that, but I didn't have any idea people were taking them seriously. Till so last night... Last night, the sheriff swooped down and tried to take me in.
0: Well, suppose you give them the letters to me. I'll write in and turn them over to the law. You stay here. Al, Johnny... I
1: can't. I can't give anybody the letters. Why not? Well, i got some pride. The letters Glenn wrote are curt. They're like business letters. Everybody knows I fell head over heels for him.
0: You're headed for trouble, Lois, if you let your pride stand in the way now. Oh, well, she's headed to get hung. Are they hanging pretty girls nowadays, Al? You think it easy, John. All Glenn's ever
1: it. written is that he's getting along swell, that he's got a good job. I won't let anybody see letters like those. When he first went away, I, I told folks he'd gone on business for the ranch. Couldn't think of anything else to say. And now I...
0: Louis, the letters being formal and business-like shows there's something wrong. I think it's up to you to investigate.
1: I won't run after him.
0: The boys and I can get you out of your safe, I think. Then we can take you to where Glenn is. The
1: only address he gave is a post office box number in Mirror Creek.
0: We'll go to Mirror Creek, then.
1: He doesn't want me. There's no use making him think I want him. Besides...
0: You won't have to talk to him. All we need is to prove he's alive. After we do that, you'll be safe. He can still be away on a business trip or anything else. Well, Let's start riding. We know which way the sheriff and his posse are traveling, so we can make better time now than we can later. <laughs>
1: now. I don't have to talk to Glenn or let him know I'm in town.
0: We'll keep our word. Al, this may be dangerous territory. Better ride around the bend and see if the road's clear. Sure, I'll signal when I get there. Lois, does the sheriff actually believe you killed Glenn, or is this another of his tricks to get the ranch?
1: I wish I knew.
0: He's tried everything he could to get the ranch. Hey, boy, the whole posse's around that turn and headed this way. They saw me. Take cover among those trees. Stick together and don't get separated. we got away, and now we're across the county line, so he can't do a thing if he does see us. We'll have to keep off the main roads to Mirror Creek, though. He'll be wiring ahead. The law and other counties will be watching for us. Well, I'd rather go from door to door asking if Glenn Maxwell lives there than wait around a post office like this. Me too. You might have to knock on a lot of doors before you found the right one, Al. Nearly 10,000 people live in this town. Well, what if Glenn doesn't ever come for his mail? We'll get a reputation as the prize loafers of Mirror Creek. Well, what we ought to do is write a complaint about the postmaster. What does he mean he can't give out the name and address of people who have post office boxes? Well, he has to abide by post office rules, Al. Ah, the system is all wrong. Red tape. What worries me is having to keep Lois in that hotel room all this time. Well, at least she's sitting and not leaning against walls. Any mail for box 321? Hey, there he is. Yeah? Just a second, I'll see. 321, he said. Hold it. That's the guy we're looking for. Nope. Nothing at all. Not a thing? Nope. Oh, okay, thanks. Come on, boy, that's Glenn. Well, let's not go up and speak to him. We'll follow. Find out where he leaves. Otherwise, we might spoil something that may turn out all right. (laughs)
1: You weren't kidding, were you? About seeming disappointed when there wasn't any mail?
0: How about it, boys? Was Glenn disappointed? Well, he was about to bust into tears. That's the gas station where he worked, on the corner.
1: Oh, gee.
0: We're not sure he's your Glenn. I kind of think you ought to walk past the place and get a look at him.
1: Alone? You think I ought to go alone?
0: Well, we'd attract too much attention if we all walked by together.
1: All right. Okay, but I don't want him to see me. I wouldn't have him think I was running after him for the world.
0: Lois? Lois, is that you? Glenn. Well, this is a surprise.
1: Yes, it is. A big surprise.
0: I didn't know you were in town. It's on business, I suppose.
1: Business? Oh, yes. We needed some supplies at the ranch. Oh. You working here at the gas station?
0: Three months now.
1: That's a long time.
0: I'm doing well. I've saved almost three hundred dollars. When I save two more, the boss will back me when I've saved five hundred. He'll take it as a down payment on a gas station of my own.
1: Oh, gee. That's fine, Glenn. Yeah. Well, I'd better be getting along. The supplies.
0: Glad to have seen you again, Lois.
1: Glad to have seen you, Glenn. Goodbye. 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 Lois, I... Yes, Glenn? For nothing. Well, goodbye.
0: Goodbye. No, wait a minute, Lois, don't go. Don't, I-, I want to talk to you.
1: I'm, I'm still here.
0: Gee, I-, I don't see how I can talk, though. Not after the way I treated you. I knew when I was doing it, I... Lois, I just couldn't stand things any longer. Wherever I went, into town, to a roundup, even when i take you to a dance, the folks would be whispering, there's the guy who married the 7 Bar H Ranch.
1: Who whispered that, Glenn? The
0: people, everybody. They infer I couldn't make a living on my own. They didn't give me the benefit of having common sense. I mean, they didn't think I loved you. They inferred the ranch was all I cared about.
1: They were wrong, though, weren't they? You're making your own living and getting along fine now. Sure. I heard some of that gossip, too, Glenn. But I didn't pay any attention to it. That isn't until you walked out on me the week before I lost the ranch.
0: Lost the ranch? Your ranch? The 7-bar H?
1: Isn't that why you left, Glenn? Because you knew I was losing it?
0: Lois, I never even heard about it. What happened?
1: How did you... Oh, Ed Ed Stark dug up some old debt. But
0: isn't there some way you can get it back?
1: It was all perfectly legal.
0: Gee. Well. Well. Well? A gas station will give two people a good living, and I'll have a gas station as soon as I save another $200. It won't take so awfully long to save it, and say, hey, I'd be making a living for the both of us then, wouldn't I? Glenn... we might have to economize a little until I save the extra two hundred, but we wouldn't mind that. Well,
1: I've got two hundred left, just two hundred, and I could put that in too. Well, it'd be the same thing; you'd still be earning a living for both uh, of Lewis,
0: us. Lois, that'd be wonderful. That'd be heaven.
1: Foy He's waiting for me But look here I know you can fix things Put the proposition to Ed Stark right straight from the shoulder just so he signs the contract I wouldn't trust him unless everything's in writing
0: Lois you're being very foolish
1: I'll deed the ranch to him but he has to give it to the government as a state park That way I'll be rid of the ranch and he won't be able to add it to his property Oh Ed'll be willing to give it to the state as a park It'll make him a big man with the people and that's what he wants
0: Lois look here you don't realize what you're doing. You've got to think this thing over.
1: Boy, what is there to think over? I love the guy. I want to spend my life with him. And he's got to have his self-respect. He's got to run things. Well? Please do what I ask. I- I've got to go now. But... Oh, I forgot about the murder charge. I didn't tell Glenn. Oh, you spread the news around, though, that, that Glenn's here, won't you? And that we're together. So long, boys.
0: He forgot the murder charge. Losy me. I don't understand love. Do you, boy? No, I don't. And I doubt if there's any use in spending our tr- time trying to figure it out. The thing is just too complicated for a man. Yeah. Well, let's get along and see Sheriff Stark. Well, our three congenial Westerners, like most men, may find the ways of love too complex to understand at times, but there's one subject on which all men consider themselves experts, and that's food. Any housewife or mother can tell you how particular the male members of her family are when it comes to good food. That's why Weber's bread is the popular favorite in Southern California homes. Well-mixed and well-baked, Weber's bread has a distinctive flavor all its own, which adds much to any meal. Try Weber's bread for lunchbox sandwiches and in-between snacks, too. You'll find that once you've served your family this truly delicious loaf, they'll never be satisfied with any bread but Weber's. So next time you shop, ask your grocer for the really good bread in the blue gingham wrapper, Weber's bread. You'll like it. The music which belongs to the West and which a cowboy sings is of a kind that deserves worldwide renown. We choose one such song each week and give it this featured place on our program. Our choice this week Boots and Saddles. Mm Let me see that general store Let me ride the range once more me ramble along the prairie, roping steers on old bar X, with my buddy Slim and Tex, My boots and saddle Got a hankering to be with a banjo on my knees from a pretty western tune There's a gal in Cherokee and she's waiting there for me Waiting beneath the Texas moon Take me back to my boots and saddle. Let me greet each blazing morn on the ranch where I was. about it for this time, friends. We hope you'll be with us when we come drifting along next week. Before we go, we'd like to thank Rita Lynn, Jim Marshall, and Nesta Piva for their good work in helping us tell our story today. This is Foy Willing speaking for Al Floyd, Johnny Paul, Scotty Harrell, the riders of the Purple Sage, saying so long and good luck to you all. From Hollywood, you've heard your all-star Western Theater. A V.M. Bear production starring America's great Western singers, Roy Willing and the Riders of The Purple Sage. The script was by Ray Wilson, direction by Tom Hargis. This is Terry O'Sullivan speaking. Western Theater was recorded earlier and came to you from Columbia Square. This is KNX in Los Angeles.